from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text. Hi there, I'm Graham, VK4BB. This is the National News for week commencing June 7, 2020. Tasmania Uni ramps up space tracking capability, partnering with European Space Agency. The University of Tasmania is preparing to play a greater role in the exploration and use of space with upgrades to its optical observatory. Part of the new capability will be established with the installation of two antennae at the university's Greenhill Observatory, 70 kilometres north of Hobart. A 7-metre antenna will provide support for a broad range of satellites and operations from the observatory, while a second dish, between 2 and 3 metres in size, will support Australian-made nanosatellites. The Greenhill Observatory currently houses a 1.3-metre optical telescope and has contributed to studies of Pluto's atmosphere and the discovery of Earth-like planets orbiting other stars since being commissioned in 2013. Greenhill is one of five observatories run by the University. The others include radio telescopes at Cambridge and Catherine in the Northern Territory. Last week, Director Phil spoke of the members' email facility here at the W, asking the question, how does the WIA members' email address work? Let's revisit that thread and also hear of an experiment that was done this past week by VK2CPR. The member's email is essentially your call with wia.org.au tacked onto it. The member's email address is essentially a relay to your personal email. So in this way, it enables the WIA to communicate with members. Anecdotal evidence suggests that the email has been underutilised in the past. In the grand amateur tradition, I'll be running an experiment. Uh, the experiment answers the question, who has an active WIA address? To answer this question, next week I'll be sending out WIA membership cards to these addresses. These PDF cards have your call, name, a member number and expiry date on them. The cards are generated by a Java application I wrote in lockdown. This is where I put my OCD to really good use. So how it works. Essentially, the application reads the WIA members list manufactures a PDF on the fly for each member and emails it out to your call at wia.org.au. It's a really big list, so I don't think I'll do the entire list in one hit. I guarantee if I do, my computer will probably have an apoplexy halfway through, so I'll be chunking it. The card prints out in credit card size. This is Phil, VK2CPR. So as Director Phil says, go to the WIA webpage and activate your email. If you're like me, you'll think the resulting card looks great. Still to come, further info on this week's Stay Home International event, the Transcontinental Balloon Race, time change reminder for a major contest, and WIA directors Lee, Oscar and Peter join us. In the last few days, I have posted a notice to the WIA website about the 2020 AGM. Under normal circumstances, the AGM of the Wireless Institute of Australia is due to be held by the 31st of May each year. The 2020 annual general meeting was to have been held in conjunction with the annual conference in Hobart, Tasmania in early May. Notice of the AGM was published in the January-February edition of AR magazine. The Hobart Conference was cancelled due to government restrictions on gatherings and travel due to COVID-19. It was not known how long the restrictions on travel or gatherings would be in place, 
and accordingly, the board of the WIA passed a motion to defer the AGM to a date to be determined, and formal application was made to the Australian Securities and Investment Corporation for an extension of time to hold the AGM. ASIC is the regulator for public companies such as the WIA. ASIC has confirmed in writing the granting of an extension for the period within which the company must hold its AGM. The board of the WIA have determined that the AGM will now be held on Saturday the 25th of July 2020. The format of the annual general meeting is yet to be determined and will be subject to limitations on gatherings at that time. The agenda for the AGM will issue shortly. A copy of the ASIC approval to defer the annual general meeting is available to be viewed on the WIA website. This is WIA Director and Secretary Peter Clee, VK8ZZ. Hi everyone, I am Oscar, VK3TX. I have been involved with amateur radio most of my life, being first licensed at 14 and have been involved in different amateur radio organizations overseas. I decided to nominate as a director because as a member, when you are not entirely happy with proceedings, the best option is to nominate for office and make a contribution rather than sit on the sidelines and protest. My experience will allow me to provide governance direction to the WA in a range of areas, including working with its stakeholders and partners. I encourage members to get involved to support the WA, your WIA by volunteering and helping where you can. I'm letting you know that all the members now have a strong representation on the board. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW global stay-at-home radio event. This weekend, June 6 and 7, stations bearing call signs that promote the stay-at-home message and the value of social distancing and isolation have sprung up during the COVID-19 pandemic, with some 150,000 messages of support shared around the world. This on-air gathering over the 6 and 7 June weekend is offering a further opportunity for stay-at-home stations and radio amateurs to share greetings in a contest-like framework. Looking forward to the day that restrictions will ease, eventually making the stay-at-home injunction obsolete. The patron of the Stay Home Radio campaign is Finland's Foreign Minister and the worldwide activity has the endorsement of the International Amateur Radio Union President and the United Nations Amateur Radio Club. Amateur radio operators across the world are experiencing something we've never seen before. In times like these, on-the-air activities can benefit our communities and ourselves. Events such as this are important to improve operating skills. It's also encouraging us to get on the air and keep active, as well as promoting social distancing, Tim Victor Echo 6 Sierra Hotel, IARU President said. He also thanked the national regulators in more than three dozen countries that made special stay-at-home suffix call signs available for amateur use at such short notice. Sponsoring the event and campaign are the Finnish Amateur Radio League in cooperation with ADXG of Brazil and Oscar Hotel 8X Ray in Finland.
Felix VK4FUQ and Lee VK3GK will look at this event again later in this, your WIA National News Service. To the United Kingdom, licensing drive-in movies and church services. Drive-in movie and church service event organisers could be granted temporary radio licences by Ofcom, which may allow film lovers and congregations to come together while still observing social distancing. Ofcom has updated its licensing information to offer guidance to individuals or organisations who may wish to hold these types of events throughout the UK. They require a restricted service licence from Ofcom so that people in their cars can hear the film soundtrack or what is being said on their FM car radios. Given the current coronavirus pandemic, Ofcom are waiving the usual 60-day notice period for licence applications. Automated Reservations For our listeners and friends in the UK hoping to book your next amateur radio exam, you have a new option. Jeremy Boot, Golf 4 November, Juliet Hotel has those details. The RSGB is ready to roll out an automated system to reserve a place in the queue for the July licence exams. The rollout follows the announcement that 600 exam slots, an unprecedented number, have already been booked for June and all of them are now filled. The exams are being conducted with remote invigilation, which means the candidates can sit the exam in their own homes during the COVID-19 pandemic. This change has seen a boost in the number of candidates for the foundation licence. I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. According to the RSGB, demand for the test is now more than four times the previous level, which averaged 125 per month. GB100 Mike Zulu X-Ray Dame Nelly Melba Centenary Members of the Chelmsford Amateur Radio Society will be on the air June 13 to 20 using the special event call sign Golf Bravo 100 Mike Zulu X-Ray to celebrate the centenary of the broadcast by Dame Nelly Melba. In June 1920, With sponsorship from the Daily Mail newspaper, the Marconi Company broadcast the world's first live recital by a professional musician, our own legendary Australian diva, Dame Nellie Melba. In a makeshift studio at the New Street Chelmsford factory, she opened her recital June 1920 by singing Home Sweet Home and other popular favourites, the first official UK broadcast. The powerful Marconi Company transmitter used in 1920 had been allocated the call sign MZX, Marconi Zulu X-Ray. This event subsequently led to 2MT Rittle and later 2LO in 1922, the birth of the BBC. For WIA National News, in Sydney I'm Jason VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text. Ham radio operational news. It's a contact sport. I'm Felix VK4FUQ. The VK Shires this weekend, June 6 and 7. SKN winter edition on Sunday, the 14th of June on 80 metres. Find out more about SKN, including the QSY rule, at maritimeradio.org forward slash SKN. IARU HF World Championship July 13-14 Trans-Tasman Low Band Contest Next Contest 17 July And has the aim of encouraging low band activity between VK and ZL on the 160, 80 and 40 metre bands using SSB, CW, RITI or PSK 
RD or Remembrance Day contest will be August 15, 16. Time, gentlemen, time. A time change has taken place with this year's Oceania contest. Martin, VK7GN, advises the changes the contest takes place two hours earlier. This is Martin, VK7GN, from the Oceania DX Contest Committee. After some lobbying by entrants, we have agreed to try new start and finish times this year. So, for both the phone and CW contests in October, they will run from 0600 Zulu on Saturday to 06 Zulu on Sunday. CQ Worldwide DX SSB October 24-25 CQ Worldwide DXCW November 28-29 December 6-8, 160m worldwide December 14-15, 10m worldwide Ted Palmoral DX Challenge Four award periods, each of three months starting in January of each calendar year and two categories in the contest Most Wanted and Top 5 Top 5 when you try and work the 5 most wanted DXCC entities, most wanted we work the most wanted DXCC entity. The DX entities in play are those most wanted during those 3 month windows. All major Australian contest rules and results are on the contest section of the WIA website. Australia Station VI250CWK commemorates Captain James Cook's forge on HMS Endeavour along Australia's east coast with activity to August 31. For QSL information, see qrz.com. Another amateur radio COVID-19 initiative. As reported earlier by Jason VK2 LAW during WIA National News, IAIA Region 1 reports the Finnish Amateur Radio League, SRAL, audio invites we radio amateurs around the world to join them in a giant global special event featuring their Stay Home campaign. With more, here's Liam Moyle, VK3 GK. Thanks, Felix. Two new WIA special event call signs, VI110WIA and VK20HOME, VK20HOME, have recently been granted by the ACMA for the use on the amateur bands. VI110WIA is for activation in commemoration and celebrating the WIA's 110 years of operation. First established in 1910, it is still the oldest radio society in the world. Commencing June the 1st and ceasing December 31st, 2020, VI110WIA will be available for use by WIA-affiliated clubs and all members via a simple online registration process located on the WIA website. VK20 Home has been issued for use until at least December 31st, 2020, and its activation on air adds to the many other countries now participating in the Stay Home activities due to the COVID-19 restrictions which in some countries are finally being eased. The WIA applied for the VK20 home call sign after an official request from Marty Lane, OH2BH, to myself who asked if the WIA would like to participate in the global stay-home event endorsed by the IARU. I have known Marty, OH2BH, for a long time, and we meet up at international radio conventions like Dayton Hamvention in Ohio, USA, and Tokyo Ham Fair in Japan. I also know many of the other organisators and am a member of the Aracaria DX Club, which is run by OMS, PY5EG from Brazil, another well-known de-expeditioner. Another friend, Adrian, KO8SCA, will be operating the United Nations station in the UN building in New York via remote and will be active as 4U1UN over this weekend also. 
In total, more than 30 countries have activated stay-home suffix stations to amplify the important message and participate in a large international showcase of amateur radio during the COVID-19 crisis. It is estimated that some 150,000 messages have been passed through the network around the world. OMS, PY5EG, one of the project participants, alone has completed more than 20,000 messages to 181 countries and to all 40 zones. Congratulations, OMS. The latest United Nations activation is 4U9 Stay Home by Ivo 9A3A from the UN base in Brindisi, Italy. The highlight of the event is June the 6th and 7th, a 24-hour radio gathering when all stay home stations and the world will gather on the airwaves to wish each other well and uh, conduct a global message passing in a contest-like framework. At that point, the further validity of the stay home message will be received with the sincere hope that all countries would be able to begin easing these heavy restrictions. That is this weekend now. The project patron is the Foreign Minister of Finland, Pekka Havisto, and endorsed by the IAAU President Tim Allen, VE6SH, and the United Nations Amateur Radio Club with multiple stay-home activations. See the special specifics at qrz.com, which is www.qrz.com forward slash db forward slash oh2 stay home. The updated WIA online logger and rostering system is the final is in the final stages of completion uh, to allow any WIA member and WIA affiliated club to register and reserve a time slot to activate these special event call signs. Its operation and functionality will be similar to the WIA 100 year celebration call sign use. QSL confirmations for all WIA special event call signs initially will be by Log of the World (LOTW) and EQSL. Awards and certificates for the special events are also being planned. Along with VI110 WIA and VK20 Home, don't forget to keep an ear out for VK1 WIA all the way through to VK8 WIA special event calls as well as a worked all VK WIA prefix award is on the cards too. For more information and interested parties wishing to activate the special event call signs, please contact Lee VK3GK via email vk3gk at wia.org.au for details and minimum operating requirements. 73 from Lee, vk3gk. GB100 MZX Dame Nella Melbourne Centenary. June 13 to 20 using the special event call sign GB100 MZX to celebrate the centenary of the broadcast by Dane Nella Melba. Plan on listening for Bryden KC1KUG using the call sign with a KL7 prefix. KL7 stroke KC1KUG from Fire Island, Alaska, in the Cork Inlet Group. He'll be on the air between now and June 27, mostly on 40 and 20 metres and possibly on 80, 30 and 17 metres. He will be operating mainly using SSB with some CW or FT8. Send QSLs to KC1KUG. In Habra, India, listen for the special call sign AT2SON for Save Our Nation in tribute to the men and women helping out on the front lines during the pandemic. AT2SON is on the air through to August the 18th. Send QSLs to home call VU3ZIG. VK5KI OC139. As VK5 had no active cases of COVID-19 for over a month, they reopened interstate travel over a week ago, including ferry travel to Kangaroo Island. 
It will be transmitting during the South Australian school holidays between July the 13th and 18th. BK5GR and BK5AKH, but with likely only one station covering all bands from 8 to 10 metres. For BK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in England. You are listening to VK1WIA and the broadcast of news and information. At 10.30am and 8pm each Sunday, it is carried by the VK3BWI network through VK3RMM, Mount Macedon, VK3RML, Mount Dandenong, and VK3RMU on Mount St. Leonard. Check it out. I'm Barry Robinson, VK3 Papa Victor. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text. Welcome to the first winter edition for 2020 of Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Hello, I'm Cole, VK3GTV. First up, it's ballooning, mid-altitude ham radio balloon race. Students in three space station explorer teams are participating in an exciting distance learning program. Aris educator Joanne Michaelis, an amateur radio operator with call sign KM6BWB, is also a science coach at the Wiseburn Unified School District in Los Angeles, California, where she leads her students in several balloon launch attempts from the LA area each year. With this year different because of the pandemic, Joanne wanted to shake things up a bit and give students worldwide a unique distance learning treat while keeping all safe during the pandemic. So Joanne challenged Ted, KK6UUQ from Magnitude.io, to a mid-altitude cross-continent balloon race, and Ted accepted the challenge. Yeah, yeah, I'll even pull the mask down. I'm Trevor McDuff. Uh, I'm a science teacher in Richland. Um, I got into this a little bit because I like finding new things that are cool, and this is really exciting, actually part of a, an intercontinental race. We're, we're not just... Um, we're not just launching a balloon, which is cool. We're launching a balloon with a satellite as a race as part of this, you know, you know, uh, intercontinental effort. And so that's just very exciting to do. Um, right beside me here is Steve Potter. Um, he's part of the advisory board for YV Tech up the valley a little ways. Um, he's, he's kind of the experienced balloon launcher here. Uh, and so, yeah, we're... We're going to go outside here in a little bit. It's we're, we're pretty overcast out there. We're in my shop right now fiddling with things, but we'll be outside in a moment to uh, to let it go and reach for the sky. It'll be fun. Awesome. So the four of us are launching um, the first of what we hope is going to be multiple Pico balloon races that we'd love to do a round-the-world launch or launch attempts. We'd lo- There's so many different things we'd like to do with the Picos. This attempt, sorry, I'm right by an airport. <laughs> um. <laughs> Makes it a little easier when the wind's blowing. Once the balloons became airborne, students tracked each balloon's location, altitude and temperature via automatic packet reporting system, which fed automatically into the APRS.FI website. Educators and parents around the globe can excite at-home youth with this initiative. For more information on the balloon launch, lesson plans and the live stream video link, check out the link in this week's text edition of WIA National News. 
Worldwide special interest groups, females in radio. Well, we could even call it new females in radio. Although the Long Island CW Club was created in 2018 to help more New York area hams learn Morse code, it's long since made room in its virtual classrooms for amateurs of all ages anywhere in the world. On Saturday, May 23, the club scored another first by creating a CW learning environment exclusively for YLs. The weekly evening instruction, done in a casual, friendly style, is led by Jennifer in Alabama and Leanne in North Carolina. Howard Bernstein, WB2UZE, co-founder of the club, along with Rich Collins, K2UPS, said that it was a logical step to take since club membership has grown to include more than 21 YLs. Worldwide special interest groups, Final Frontier. Russia plans to build a new space station because the current International Space Station will only last another decade at most, the head of the Russian space agency Roscosmos said in an interview. It's still unclear whether the new station will be international or national, Roscosmos chief Dmitry Rogozin said in comments to the Russian newspaper Pravda. In other satellite news, there's been another record-setting radio moment. The Russian satellite RS-44 has enabled a record distance-setting QSO between Hams in Oregon and Spain, according to AMSAT. On May 17, signals travelled a distance of 8,314 kilometres, enabling a contact between Casey, KI-7UNJ, and Jose, EB-1AO. AMSAT reports that both stations had negative elevation. Congratulations to both. And more congratulations are in order to both astronauts, Bob Benkin, KE5GGX, and Doug Hurley, who are settling in after their historic flight. They're on board the International Space Station after arriving via the first commercially built and operated US spacecraft to transport humans into orbit, the SpaceX Crew Dragon capsule. ISS Commander Chris Cassidy, KF5KDR, and crew members welcomed their new colleagues. For the past nine years, human crews have been transported to and from the ISS via Russian Soyuz vehicles. After they reached orbit, Benkin and Hurley named their Crew Dragon spacecraft Endeavour as a tribute to the first space shuttle each astronaut had flown. The SpaceX vehicle will undergo considerable inspection over the next couple of weeks as part of the process of declaring the Dragon operational. This past weekend's mission was SpaceX's second spaceflight test, Demo 2, of its Crew Dragon, but it was the first test with astronauts aboard. Worldwide special interest groups, QRP and weak signal communication. GQRP Club Online. The GQRP Club has decided to see what support there would be for an online QRP convention this year to replace the event which would have been held in England on September 5th and 6th. If you're interested in attending the online convention, the GQRP Club would be interested in hearing from you. And finally, it's special interest groups VHF and above. An amazing opening on 144 megahertz from Cape Verde Islands to Poland. On Friday the 29th of May this year, there was an extensive sporadic e-opening across Europe which reached as high as 144 megahertz, allowing stations across that continent to make many fine contacts. The most extraordinary contacts, however, were probably from the Cape Verde Islands off the coast of Africa to Poland on two metres. The longest path recorded with the FTA digital mode seems to have been from D4VHF to SP5MXU in Warsaw, a distance of just over 5,600 kilometres. To put that into context, the same distance from Cape Verde Islands to the north would reach as far as Oslo, the capital of Norway, 
or far to the north, or the whole island of Iceland. The equivalent distance to the west would reach as far as the US capital, Washington, D.C. The most likely mode of propagation was via a maritime tropoduct from Cape Verde Islands to the coast of Spain and Portugal, and from there, via sporadic to Poland. That's it for Worldwide Special Interest Group News for this week. Stay safe and warm. I'm Cole, VK3GTV. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the National News Service. In Adelaide, CBD and surrounds, it could be heard on the VK5 RAD 2-metre repeater, frequency 147.000 MHz, every Sunday at 9am local time. I'm Brendan, VK5 FB FB. Wrapping up Australia's amateur radio news for another week, 2021, and a new one on the social scene. It's in VK4, the Tark Australia Day Long Week Family Radio Camp. It happens from Thursday afternoon, the 21st, to Tuesday afternoon, the 26th of January, at the Girl Guides Association of Queensland Campsite and Training Centre, Blue Water. AX4WIT will be on air from the camp the 26th. In VK2, the Wyong Field Day, February 28. And Alara Meet 2021 happens in sunny Bendigo, October 1 through 4. Till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly amateur radio news service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening.